Hey, greetings, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Staredown. It's our weekly sports talk and real estate podcast where we actually have some sports to talk about. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, joined by Bill Risser in St. Pete, Todd Meininger in Cumming, Georgia, and Anthony across the Bay in Tampa. What's up, boys? Bill, as always, let's start with you. Hey, uh, we had a wonderful uh, tornado warning this morning. I've never seen that pop up on a television before. Please get to a secure room. Tornado warning this morning at 830 in uh, St. Petersburg. So that was cool. Wow. Didn't really happen, like, but uh, we had a great time watching the uh, swirling wind and rain and it was poor and it was really fun. So good for, good for us. We're, we're kind of a, you know, not a drought, but we're ready for the rain. Um, and played golf this weekend, two rounds of golf, a 94 and an 84. Yeah. Mm. Thank you very much, golf for that. (laughs) (laughs) It's just one of those things, um, trying to figure out that driver. Uh, so. Is that better than an 84, 94 though? I mean, to, yeah, yeah. Infinitely better. Yeah. Probably you go in the other way. Um, and we, and on Saturday we decided just for fun to play the blue tees. Yeah. That won't happen ever again. So, um, (laughs) done with that. Does that change Uh, your, your, uh, quota if you play the blue tees? mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I would go from, a seven to a nine my my it my strokes when we move back two t's yeah so i'm a 10.6 right now going the wrong way but i'm fine i'm happy okay so todd how about you i actually uh played 14 holes of golf on friday a buddy of mine uh who i work with sent me a text and said hey you want to uh jump on a 12.55 tea time and i said well now i got um, five o'clock family zoom call, um, with my, my siblings. And he said, just come out. He goes, it's on me. Come play and play as many as you, as you possibly can. And I could have gone a little longer, but about four o'clock, I, I, I bolted out there, played 14 holes. I parred par, um, I parred five and seven, which are par threes. And I think I, I for, never do well in par threes, uh, for, for whatever reason, probably because the short game aspect, aspect of it. Right. So very happy to par both those. Um, I just had a real relaxing weekend. Um, just didn't do much other than watch sports and just kind of, uh, as we talked in the pregame, just uh, call my breath a little bit. It's been a wild, it's been a wild six months. So really happy to uh, kind of slow down. And, and I was going to mention this before I started, Bill, uh, Pete Blank from Pete's Points. Yeah. He, sur- he survived a tornado. His, wow. house, his house was leveled. Leveled. They were wow. the was he yeah. in the basement? It's his story to tell, and he shared it on social media, but um, he said a similar thing happened, and usually they kind of ignore it and watch TV. And what yeah. he told me is he goes, we just looked at it. I was like, let's be safe, better safe than sorry tonight. And uh, grabbed the kids, went to the basement. Fire, firemen had to pull them out. Um, it's, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll wow. record that story. So, anyway, nice. yeah. What are you, Mal? How was your weekend? No, played a little golf with Bill. Uh, slowly trying to figure it out again. Uh, at my moments, but I still get a little wild off the tee, especially on hole number 12. Uh, <laughs> I knew you were going to say 12. Oh my God, that hole has my number. I, I can't even walk on the tee anymore with any confidence whatsoever. Yeah. It's terrible. I, I yeah. smack it left and I smack it right and I. What is it? Uh, what's what's it? A par four? Par five? What is it? It's par not four. a very hard par four. It's par a four over the pond. Ponds on the left, right? Yeah. Yeah. Trees yeah. left, trees right, and a pond on the left, and it's just a not a very pretty driving hole. It's uh, really it's narrow. Much wider when you get out into the fairway than when you're standing <laughs> right. on the tee. Right. From the tee, you're you don't want to go right because that's one of the few places on the golf course that's out of bounds right. that doesn't go across the street, and anything to the left is pond and then the quagmire. Yeah. So you, 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 you feel like you have to hit it up the ass of an elephant, as my old soccer coach used to say. <laughs> have you thought about grabbing a seven iron hit off the deck and just to get it out of the tee box and go from there? He will yeah. next week. I probably yeah. will next week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, my it's, it's, old soccer coach in college used to say, used to like stop practice and he would go, what are you doing? You're trying to hit the ball up the ass of an elephant. It's not as big as it looks. <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's good so uh guys i didn't play on saturday because i uh we just couldn't get a time you know we got 850 members trying to get on two courses with minimized tea times my brother bust his heart you know he gets up at 6 a.m when the tea times open up and there's just a crush of 
you refresh, know, refresh, refresh. Yeah, right? members <laughs> trying to get on. And so I just, I, I never complain when we don't get times. It's just that we, there's a group of us that play fast at Ohio State. You know, we walk, we play in two and a half hours on gray and three, three hours on scarlet. And if you get that 920 group where you're like the fifth or sixth group off, it's like instantly a four hour round. It's just, you know, you get behind one wrong group. So I didn't plan Saturday. I did I work with some clients and uh, Saturday was the first day um, that patios were open up here. Mm. And so uh, they went to town and obviously a couple of them getting some bad raps and some of the owners getting some fines and some arrests, you know, for letting more too many people in, but um, showed some houses to a young couple. And then we went to a, to a local brewery to kind of chat about what we saw and, it was just kind of nice just to get out. It was very, all the staff members were masked up, waited in line. They sat us on the patio. We sat, you know, six to eight feet away from everybody, uh, waited in line for our drinks. It was, it was, it was really just nice to, to get back out. And Bill, I know you've been doing it quite a bit, you and Cindy for, for meals down there. Yep. Um, and then I played yesterday on, on the big course, Scarlet with uh, Kevin. Um, and, you know, usually on Scarlet, uh, you guys probably have your sides down there at your course, West Chase, but usually the front nine is just go ahead and write a 43 or 44 down. And the back nine I usually make up is, and I went 41, 46 or not 41, 45. Um, and wow. Bill, my 40, my, my, my one par on the back nine, 17, tough, tough par three uphill OB left Creek damn near shanked my tee shot. Stayed the way down the hill had, had like a literally 110 yards still to the uphill to the green over a tree branch, hit a good shot, but it rolled off the back of the green, had a downhill, literally like aiming sideways off this huge bank down to the hole and I <laughs> perfect chip and it right off the noodle in for a par ugliest three shots you've seen, but, but <laughs> make a par and, and uh, just, it's, it's not hell. It's how many, right? Well, have you and Mal been uh, doing the uh, hole by hole on the, uh, the new G the new Gin app? No, Anthony tracks his stuff on another tracker, but I just put in a total score. Yeah, I usually do too, but on this new one, you can plug in hole by hole. Yeah. And it says well, like, you know, did you hit the fairway, did you hit the green? And yeah. if you missed the fairway, did you miss it left or right? And Man, they track I, the stats for you. It's I pretty left. cool. I I'd love to see left. Anthony's number 12 hole report. I'd love to see that. <laughs> it, it, it just has a little picture like the guy going, like a, po- like a poison face, right? Yeah. I thought we might have lost I thought we might have lost Anthony this week because we were pretty close to the green. We look back and all we see is his cart. And he's somewhere deep in the jungle, you know, doing who knows doing Lord knows doing what. And uh, turns out he, you know, he's I found one of my golf balls. I don't know from which week, but he found one of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, guys, let's talk uh, sports because on Sunday afternoon, actually Saturday morning, I believe, Todd, we had some sports from Germany, right? Bundesliga soccer. Yes. Did you have a chance uh, to watch any of it? German League, yeah. I actually did. Um, I mean, my I love, 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 love the Premier League and MLS. That's those are my top two. Um, I don't follow uh, German soccer very often. Um, you know, I know Bayern Munich's always way up there. BVD, uh, Dortmund's always good. Um, ironically, my brother and I used to watch German soccer when I was a kid. So it's you, I remember the name, Schelke 04, Hamburg SV. Um, it's kind of kind of funny. Long story short is I put it on just because I was so glad to have live sports. It, it's weird without the fans, um, kind of strange. Um, what's really strange to me, and, and I guess it's, we just have to be so um, so correct, the, the players on the bench have to sit 10 feet apart from each other and have to wear a mask, right? Mm-hmm. But but the players on the field don't wear a mask and they're running right by each other. So it just it's kind of like – just, I get the sitting apart, but why do they have to wear a mask if you're sitting on the bench? To me, kind of is a head scratcher. Maybe that's their choice. I don't well, know. But only th- just, only three guys on the bench are coming in the games. The majority are going to stay there. So FIFA has actually, um, I think they're in the process of passing a rule for five, allowing ah. five substitutions in the time being because of the COVID, because of people's lack of, of maybe training and fitness. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, you're, you're exactly right. I think they probably have, what, 10 on the bench and yeah. You know, three, three to five can go in, but and so. then all the guys down doing calisthenics at the other end of the, at the other end of the pitches, you know, yeah, always the, yeah. the junior guys down there kind of running around. And I had a, I had a, a gentleman's bet, uh, not a gentleman's bet, a side bet with my brother-in-law. I go, I'll take Munchkin Gladback. You get uh, Frankfurt. And of course I won, but um, you know, <laughs> we do course. nothing about, we knew nothing about this, the, the squads at all, but we had a $5 little side bet just to make it, make it interesting. So just yeah. to make it interesting. And Just let's talk. Uh, let's talk Sunday, guys, because Sunday we got a chance to see you know two sports that, that we pay attention to: uh, the golf 
match started uh, around two o'clock. It was a foursome exhibition, just nothing, nothing, um, nothing official, but an exhibition between Rory McIlroy and DJ Johnson um, or Dustin Johnson um, versus Ricky Fowler and Matt Wolf, up and coming uh, rising star on the PGA Tour, and they were playing at a course called Seminole, one of the top fifteen courses in the country, depending on who you talk to. And uh, first, time Beach, it's, right? first time it's ever been on TV. I thought it looked really, you know, when you saw the course from the ground, really cool layout, very open, no, not many trees. When you saw it from the sky, you're thinking like, oh, it looks kind of ratty. It looks kind of, you know, sandy yeah. and uh, big, big open spaces. But boy, the 16th, or 16th hole curves back out of the ocean and 17 and 18 right along the, the Atlantic there was really cool. I thought it was interesting to note that all four of the par threes are facing a different direction which I thought That's was neat. a, was a yeah. neat little architectural quirk by Donald Ross. Um, you know, we play a lot of Donald Ross courses up here and they are, you know, much like Pinehurst number two, they got that turtle back green. So if you miss it, you're going to miss the green. I mean, if it does not stay on the center of the green, you're going to roll off. We saw that quite a bit, but Bill, let's just go around the horn. What did you think of the action you saw? And, and while it wasn't the best golf in the world, stuff, so some of their putting was horrendous. Um, yeah. You know, it was just fun to, to watch. Yeah, I thought. Uh, I thought. Um, first of all, I mean, how can you not talk about Matthew Wolf and that swing? It's just so, uh, so interesting. It's it's like a, it's like a really good Charles Barkley. Um, I, that's what I kept trying to. Yeah, I totally. I like they when they explained it, that. I thought Ezinger did a great job of explaining. Was coach, yeah, what his coach was trying to get him to do, and he just kept doing it on the range, and I could see that, and he finally said, "I'm just going to take this out there and." just, you know, laughter be damned, whatever, whatever it was. But, but the kid, you know, you know, John Daly was the man back in the nineties, right. To hit the ball a mile and his, his, you know, he didn't come to parallel at the top. I mean, the club was pointing down at the ground. He came so far around and then he Mm -hmm. unwound that thing. But then you watch this kid who hits it a mile and that club never gets passed straight up. It, it, there's no getting to parallel. It's straight up. And then he creates all that energy coming down. That's just really, I, I can't wait to see that broken down over and over and over over the next few years. Cause that's going to be something else. He won both long drives, right? He yeah, he both, did. Yeah, it's yeah. like 450 K. Yeah. And so it's, um, but, but, but I, like, I love them being mic'd. I love the fact they were walking. I don't want to take all the stuff away from you guys, but it, it was, uh, it was, it was a lot of fun. And, and I can't wait for a real tournament. You know, I know the fans won't be there, but in golf, it'll be the one that's, I think, the least affected. If it's yeah. not a major, you don't really need to have fans at the Colonial or whatever, right? It'll be fine watching the, the action between the players. So, so good to see people playing golf on TV. <laughs> and now, it wasn't what'd taped. What do you think? I couldn't have enjoyed it more. And the golf was not that good. I think Dennis Johnson is still out there trying to make his first putt. <laughs> the, po- the, point, the point guard for the Celtics? He had a tough day on the green. But nonetheless, it was, it was fun to listen to them talk when you got the chance. Uh, the, the golf course was spectacular. Um, I liked the fact that they were carrying their own bags, playing in shorts. Uh, a little bit laid back. It was, you know, it, it was it was good to see, and they were they were being competitive. Uh, who amongst us saw the, that last shot to seventeen to break the tie and <laughs> mm. thought that Rory's ball got closer? I didn't. It was, didn't look it to me. It was pin high. Was the rule right, Bill? Well, no. It's it's always difficult to when you're looking at the pin and the ball this way. It's always that you get alongside it. You go, oh, it gets better and worse when you're walking up to a shot. You know, you think, oh, I'm right there within ten feet, and you're 25 feet short um, right yeah so that that's the toughest part but yeah I'm surprised it, they it was measure. it was called quickly yeah. <laughs> it was, was called I was quickly very disappointed they didn't give us like numbers just but just, just five just, five to, just to five to some, seven foot difference just to build yeah. some suspense you know just have some just show someone pacing it off you know just to, well they were way over time you know so and yeah. i'm sure the seminal members were pissed get off our course at six o'clock well, it, it, did, it did take them more than four hours to play the only group on the course and they're yeah. you know there really should have been no reason for it to be longer than four hours. Yeah. Well, they had an extra hole. And if it would have been their money, I could see it get a little tight at the end. Um, but, you know, you uh, saw yeah. – it was it was neat. I mean, a lot of money. And, and you know, Todd, shout out to your guy, Arthur Blank. Uh, you know, mm. midway through the nice. round, they gave him a shout out for dropping another 100000 
uh, in the mix and That's another cool. guy from another, uh, I think that partner PJ Superstore. Mm. Um, right. And look, it was, it turned out to be a really nice um, sponsor event for, you know, the uh, farmers and PJ, you know, and what Matt Wolf did at his tie dye shoes, I thought were super cool. They were cool. Uh, did he, he didn't start in those though, did he? He put those on mm-hmm. like after sixth hole or did he start? I thought I, thought I saw him. I guess I, I didn't I recognize him. him earlier in the round. And then about the yeah. seventh hole, I saw him during the interview with Trump is when I first noticed him. And I thought maybe he put him on halfway through the round, but he then, you know, at midway through the back nine, he said he was going to donate him to charity because they were giving him, you know, letting know there was a ton of, ton of, you know, media or social media chatter about him. So I, yeah. I think he was going to auction those off, which is kind of cool. That is neat. Todd, what'd you think of it as, uh, the, it as was, the novice of the four? It, it was, um, although I don't play a lot of golf, I watched every weekend and it was just what I needed. Um, for many reasons, it was just what I needed. And, and I'm sure everyone feels the same way in their, in their own uh, lives. So I, first of all, love the format. Can't wait for um, Woods and Mickelson this weekend. I think they should do more of kind of this silly stuff uh, to promote, promote the game, right? I mean, I, I thought Ricky stole the day, seven birdies. He played the best round by far. I think Wolf struggled, uh, not only because he's a rookie second-year guy, but probably a little overwhelmed, but was glad he had the two long drives to, to contribute, you know, in, in somewhere. Um, I thought DJ was DJ. I love how quickly he plays. I yeah. absolutely <laughs> love it. I love it. I mean, Bryson uh, DeChambeau will never be invited to one of these things, right? Or Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Na will never be invited to one of these things at all. And, uh, far, and lastly, Rory, I think he tried the hardest. He was trying to smack talk a little bit and uh, – yeah. So you know, I, I think they embraced it. I think it was it was is his, uh, his it was line glorious. About, his line about f- the twenty five million in FedEx yeah. Cup winnings when they would they wouldn't give him that little three footer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah. It was awesome. It was wonderful and to borrow a, a word my mom overused. It was glorious. It was a glorious day uh, to watch glorious. watch that. Yeah. So anyway, it was like awesome. I, I thought the weather was good. I thought the um, I thought the coverage was neat. I mean, they just you know they mm-hmm. obviously had minimal guys, so probably you know a cameraman out behind the green on 12, probably as soon as he was done putting out, they went over to 15 and got set up. Uh, they, they had a man usually behind the, the players, you know, on the, on the shots. Um, I, Steve Sands was very cognizant of the distance, you know, when they were interviewing yeah. guys, he, he yeah. was they talked about it back yeah. and not, not the first time. I don't know if you, I don't know if you caught his first uh, interview. He was I right up on it. He was I doing joked, it old I was school. Like, I, I he probably uh, okay. got it a year, right? Hey, socially yep. distance. He got an earful. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anthony, you mentioned Mark Russell, the, the kind of the famous uh, tour uh, judge or the uh, nope. official uh, yeah, who was CJ out there with too. him, and he was kind of you know charge of the pins. Um, Zinger and Trico did great, I thought. I thought Zinger, guys. you know, and Zinger and Gary Koch, you know, dressed in their suit and ties there, and you know, they're at the Golf Channel headquarters, um, yeah. I believe in Orlando uh, or Ponte Vedra. I'm not sure where they're at, but you know, they were covering from from afar. They had, you know, the the helicopter the blimp or the drone footage looked great from above um it really gave you a good feel for you know when they were walking down the fairway you saw the guys but i just you know just seeing them with their with their bags and you know uh, it, it was it was really really neat now you guys made, made mention on our on our chat um you know and, and this happens every time but because you saw it you know as soon as they would take their shot they'd spit on their club and, and clean it which normally <laughs> the caddy would do with a wet towel yeah and um i just noticed uh, earlier before we went on the air, you know, Major League Baseball has come out with their like 67 page. No, no spitting. Rules and no spitting, <laughs> no sunflower seeds, no, you know, which is, you know, that, that that's not so much a rule. It's like that's changing a habit that these guys for Ooh. years yep. have been, you know, um, have been paying attention yep. to. And so they'll still do it. They'll just be more discreet. They'll be more discreet. They'll hide it. Yeah. And I, you know, I, that's if they we, play, boys. The, the four that's of if us, they the, play. The four of us wouldn't know. But you know, I, I I'm guessing there was a a learning curve with this with the Golf Channel, you know, producers, you know, saying like go to this cut, you know, edit this, sound bump that, you know, Matt Wolf was dropping a, a few GDs. Yeah, they might they, they muted them a little bit. Nothing bad, but it's just seen there was maybe a little bit of a hesitation there. But I, all in all, guys, I thought it was fun. Then and then at the same time, we got a chance to flip over during breaks. And Bill, you maybe had your eye also a little bit on the NASCAR once again, guys. I, I got to say another another thing that while it was weird to see the shots of them going down the straightaways with the empty stands, it didn't really affect the race. And the fans weren't going to change that race. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, it was weird at the end with Harvick spinning the wheels and doing the donuts with nobody there except the four people in the, in the, in the stands. But another, another thing that didn't need like a college football or a, a pro basketball game with the fans really make an impact. I thought it was a, a fun race and, and hats off to Kevin Harvick 50, you know, I, I don't know in the annals of NASCAR, Bill, but there can't be more than what, 25. Oh, I mean, you got, 50? yeah. Um, you know, Earnhardt and Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Gordon all are in the way up there. They're beyond, it, well beyond 50. The AJ Foyt, yeah. Yeah. All those guys are well past 50, but he's 42, you know, and, you know, NASCAR drivers can drive easily into their mid to late 40s if they want to. There's been some older drivers, but Jimmy's leaving after this year. He's kind of going to hang it up. Gordon retired fairly young as well. And so, Good for them. Yeah. Bill, thanks for turning us on to that. I'm uh, <laughs> seriously, I, I can't it's watch the only a sport NASCAR. on. You should watch it if it's the only I, one. I can't watch a NASCAR race, but I can sure wa- surely watch the last 30 laps, right? I mean, okay. it's, you know, uh, I don't want to watch 500 laps, but um, it, was, it was fun. I mean, I was, I, hey. I called my shot. I go, I, I got the number 19 Truex Jr. Martin and, Truex, uh, yeah. Yeah, Martin Tr- and he. Uh, I think he finished sixth. So I was like, I had a skin in the game. You know me. I need skin. I'm telling the, the mile and a half track is a lot different than the two and a half mile track. Yeah, you know? it's a it's, whole different world. That you know that Talladega and Daytona, those big tracks where they super speed put restrictor yeah. plates on them, so like the cars can only go so fast. I mean, they can actually hold them back, right? Limit the speed. So they all tend to run in packs, and it's all about drafting, and it's all about it's a whole different world. And just and then, the and last then you have the ten laps. Well, the last 10 laps are just a disaster because everyone's yeah. just going all balls out doing the best they can. They're going to be progressive and they spin guys out and the big crashes happen. You know, that's all part of it. But that mile and a half track, where I was in Phoenix, I went to six or seven races and um, it's that same size track, just just sort of a mile and a half. Very few accidents. It's just, it's, they're just going and it's all about pit strategies and stuff. And then, yeah. and then you mentioned Todd, you get to those short tracks. Oh Bristol. Yeah. Like they're only, tracks, they, they yeah. max out at 120, 130 miles an hour, but they're banging into each other. And you know, it's, 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 a, it's bank, I know it's a lot. It's of also banked like this, you know, to keep Arlington. Yeah. Anthony was talking about it. Anthony's been on a few tracks back in his uh, corporate days. Um, yeah. it, it's, you can, you can, you can barely walk up, walk up it. It's that steep. And, <laughs> and Bill talk, speak of this. Um, my, um, I, my uncle is a huge NASCAR guy, and he told me, uh, "You don't realize it if you're a novice fan, but it's it's a team sport, right? I mean, you oh. have dark, you have drivers that you partner with that actively help you. You know, yep. if you're if you're in the lead, you got a guy behind you who's a, who's a friendly. I mean, he can help, help you. The race, they help right? you to an extent, and unless they can win, unless well, they about can the win, last right? three or four laps, yeah, then all bets <laughs> are off. Yeah. It's like Survivor. <laughs> We're just gonna get to the final four, and then all bets are off, right? On your own, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's pretty- but and you know the spotters and you know it, it's always cool at the you know like I, I loved that you know they go inside the car when Harvick you know crossed the finish line and you know he kicks on his radio and he goes all right boys great job in the pits a great job for the spotters and you know like yep. and they're so quick to thank the other people you know so so Bill do you have a uh, favorite and Anthony too if you watch um, do you have a favorite driver do you go on SiriusXM because they dedicate channels to I've done that you have done that yeah. is that pretty well, neat. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Jimmy Johnson would be the guy that I'm always rooting for, but you know he's kind of past his prime uh, yeah. to an extent. He's struggled lately. Jeff Gordon was the guy before that. Kevin was little. Kevin was five or six years old. I took him to Fontana, California, California Speedway, and um, we, we stayed, slept in a motorhome for three nights <laughs> watching nice. the three. The, yeah, it was so much fun, and he came home with a whole bunch of Gordon gear the rainbow warrior jacket. We were flying flags out of the truck, driving back down the 15 to San Diego. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so it, it, that's, that's, and, and then Kevin later on became a Matt Kenseth guy when we were in oh, yeah. He loved Matt the Kenseth. DeWalt car, right? Reason. Number 17. Yeah. That, uh, DeWalt, DeWalt. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. yeah. I Anthony, loved uh, Anthony. Who Stur- was your best when you were a big fan? Who was your, uh, I can't ever say I was a big fan. Well, you were at the races corporately. Uh, Which Jeff, is a whole different experience. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Gordon. Yeah. Uh, he was very nice uh, to the the kids that came to watch the truck races. Uh, yeah. He was always there. Um, he was friends with whoever the truck driver was that drove that that, yeah. that truck. That was that on we, the Fridays. Fridays for the trucks. Yeah. yeah. So I was going to say, Anthony tapped into something. It's a whole series. You got oh. guys that not only do the NASCAR on Sunday – they have a truck series that runs on on what Friday, Bill? Friday, Friday. Oh, yeah. Tony yeah. Stewart was, you know, he was all over every single race he could get his hands on. You know? yeah. yeah, Kyle Kyle Bush too. He he's won. Yeah, he's won. 
He's he's actually won three races in a weekend. Kyle Busch. Wow. wow. Truck. I, I, I wish I liked it more. I wish I liked it more because it's interesting, but it's just, you know, I can't I watch 500 laps, right? It's just, yeah. I got to be it's honest, I, I don't watch much of it, but what surprised me most about yesterday, besides how much Bill knows about NASCAR, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> was how how well-spoken and how easy Jeff Gordon made what he was talking about understandable. He's yeah, really good. He's the Tony Romo of NASCAR, huh? Did a great job. Did yeah. a great job. He really yeah. is good. I mean, he was talking about things I knew nothing about, and I felt like I was getting educated and and involved in whatever was going on on the track. It was he was he was pretty good. I think I'll some coming up Wednesday night, Bill. Is that right? Are they just yeah another to, race, same track? They're just going to try track. to front load the schedule, get a bunch of attention, so they just, get a bunch of races in. Hey, they they're uh, st- I can't remember the guys. Oh, so they're just see. staying in town. Yeah, they're staying there. Because they're 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 no more than 100, 100 miles away from their garages, which are up in Charlotte. So, right, right. So they'll, in fact, they'll stay at Darlington. They'll race again. Then they'll go to Charlotte, do two races there the same way. So the whole goal is just to keep it keep it close together, keep it simple. It'll be fun watching them on that same track. It'll be interesting. It's great. So. It's great for the mechanics. It's great for the sponsors. It's great for the Everybody. team to, to get Everybody. lots of publicity. Um, so the uh, who was the Ally car? Was that Jimmy Johnson? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 40, 40 Yeah. Years. So, 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 you know, he'll get back in the race on Wednesday. It's nice to, yep. you know, grab another car and, yep. you know, tweak yeah, it, it's, tune it. Yeah. You know, and hopefully it's, it all comes down to setup. It's just crazy. You know how one car could be so much better than the rest. And that's just what happened with Harvick. Once, once he got a lead there, no one was going to catch him. And the only hope was for cautions to start coming out. And that's what I've you been, see at the big, I've been to one race and Todd, I think NASCAR is a lot like hockey. You go to in person, it completely oh. changes your, it completely changes your view of the of the sport. Um, I I got some, uh, not I got some corporate tickets to the to the Winston, which is the All Star at Charlotte, mm, right? Yeah. Which a is fun, if yeah. you're if you're gonna see one, it's called the Coca Cola. Now they took the cigarettes out of it, but um, you know it's kind of a 200 lap All Star. They bring out their shiny new cars with the with the you know the kind of like with the players, you know, when they wear their fancy shoes to the All Star game and things like that. Yeah. And so you know it's a and the because cars are all a, the same. They're all yeah, the same car, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's two 100 lap like races. Yeah. So guys can really kind of go all out. And if they, they lose call the first them heats, one. But that's all right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, if you ever been to the, you know, dirt tracks in El Cajon, California, where Jimmy Johnson grew up, I, I went to about 50 of those as a kid because I had some friends, dads who loved it. And we just go sit and just get smoke and dirt and shit all over us. It was, but it was so much fun. And Jimmy Johnson grew up on those tracks. That's where he started racing wow. back in. The- so, so I know, I know I mentioned my uncle before he lived in Rochester. He said he liked going to the local races even oh, more than the NASCAR it's really races. Fun. It's yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's cool. And so now, now I know uh, why, uh, now I know why you like it, Bill. Cause you I, definitely, I guess, it's, yeah. it definitely, Bill, it's safe to say it's a tribe, right? I mean, it's the NASCAR oh, group yeah. is a NASCAR group, just like the dead yeah. group is a dead group, right? Totally. Totally. It's this, you know, and, and you said it before, uh, being there just like it's going, being at dead concerts as, as a, as a, someone in college, just be, becoming part of your life. Same thing, you know, um, Back in Phoenix, I had a really good friend, a lender, whose dad was like the marketing guy for NASCAR. So mm. when the race was coming, all I had to do was show up at a trailer on Thursday with my ID, and I'd get hot <laughs> passes for the rest of the week. And a hot pass wow. means you Backstage, never leave right? pits. You never yeah. leave the pits. So when cars are coming into pit, I'm, I'm standing back by the tires. There's a yellow line. You just can't walk over the yellow line, but I'm about... Uh, 18, 20 feet away, maybe 25 feet away from the car as they're pitting. Yeah. And it's, it's a whole, I mean, Jim, Randy Johnson. Yeah. You watch the guys practice, by the way. I don't know if you know this, but yeah. built on those racks, they've got that practice. So the guy just sits there constantly practicing you know, his, uh, his, lug nuts off, yeah. his air hammer skills. Yeah. Put, taking them on, putting them off. It's, uh, it's That's pretty awesome. cool. And, and we saw people like Joe Gibbs just walks right by it. Cause he's a car owner. And yeah. then here comes Brad Doherty Johnson yeah, who back in the day, Brad Doherty for the- uh, like a photography nut in Phoenix. And Randy was there every NASCAR race. So there's this six foot 10 guy, you know, that stands out in the crowd <laughs> like anybody with a mullet, with a photo vest on because he's taking pictures <laughs> at the NASCAR. I got to, to say hi and shake hands and get a picture with an Dominican Sue, you know, and wow. the thing about NASCAR is this, um, those drivers are approachable right up until they get in the car. 
I mean, they're just talking to people, glad-handed people. It's not this like the focus that you see with professional, you know, basketball players and football players, you know, baseball players, especially they got to get in their rhythm and their mode. NASCAR guys are like, Hey, what's going on? And they're like walking around talking to people and you can hang out a little bit and you, you take a leak in the bathroom next to the garage. Jimmy Johnson's over here and there's another guy over there. They're just taking their last leak before they get in the car. You're like, wow, it's, they're just uh, normal people. And I think that's part of the appeal, you know, that helps with that fan base, I guess. So Anyways, I love the way that is, I love the, I'm sorry. No, this is going to be, this is by far the longest we'll ever talk NASCAR ever on the stare down, which is really cool. <laughs> so Bill, I love the way they crowbar in the sponsors when you get an interview with a driver. I love it. But, um, they're, they're short people, right? Drivers are, are short. Oh yeah. For the most part. Uh, right. Uh, Carl Edwards Bill, was kind of tall, but, but most Bill, of them Bill Risser like, isn't getting into a, a NASCAR and driving. Five it would take miles. a lot of work. And, <laughs> With my sciatica, I don't think it's going to happen right now. I mean, like Jeff Jeff Gordon is, you know, like five six, right? I mean, he's a short. Yeah, guy, maybe right? five eight. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, all yeah. short and stocky. Kind of fits the bill, but but there's yeah. a couple guys. Michael Waltrip's kind of tall. Carl Edwards yeah. has got some. We all have golfers' forearms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. really do. amazing what they're doing in there. I yeah. remember like, they all had great handshakes. The truck drivers, and I remember yeah. like seeing Gordon. Yeah. Golfers' forearms, golfers' handshakes. They were they yeah. have strong arms. They had to. Well, yeah. guys, let's hit, let's hit on a couple other sports before we get to Mount Rushmore. Uh, Bill, you mentioned we mentioned baseball. Um, looks like they're kind of aiming for July first. They're trying. Um, they still got a long ways to go with the with the uh, players' union. So. Yep. And what do you think the, are the main issues? Travel. Well, uh, no, no, it's all money. Um, the the players' union is so strong, right? I mean, it's by far. Of all the sports unions, nothing. Marvin Miller, <laughs> he and Donald Fear. Go and think about those guys going back, right? With uh, yeah. with uh, the Major League Baseball, uh, MLBPA. They they do not. They will um, never succumb to revenue sharing. I just don't think they ever will. Um, they they their their thought process is this: um, if the owners can decide how much they want to pay us. It's up to the owners and they know the owners will always act in the worst interest of the owners because they want to win. The ones that want to win the half a dozen or so will always just destroy um, any, any thought of trying to control things. And if they do, they've already been charged and lost collusion cases, right? Going back to Tim Raines back in the eighties, right? Uh, Yes. Early, late seventies, early eighties. So they're, they're in a, um, they're in a weird position because the owners are saying, look, we can't pay you a full salary for you're not playing a full season. And we'd love to just do a revenue share so we can all come out of this. Okay. You'll still get paid. We'll still get paid. And the players are going, no, we don't do revenue sharing. We're not even going to go down that slippery slope because that's not a part of our collective bargaining agreement. And so the owners are, it's up to the owners to say, okay, fine. We'll, we'll pay you that prorated amount of your 40 million a year, even though it's going to wipe us out this year, uh, set us back this year, I should say. Right. They're going to yeah. lose money. Owners are going to lose money, and the players aren't if they play. And they and so and, you know Blake Snell was an asshole for what he did. I mean, it just it's just a young kid who doesn't get the the PR of what he said. You know, I got to get mine. I, 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 I oh, it was it. bad. He, he like he's playing a video game on a on a on a, <laughs> a tool called Twitch, right? Yeah. And someone starts talking to him about it. And, hey, you going to play? He goes, dude. He's my life's on the line out there. You know, and I, they, my, my contracts were $7 million and they're already trying to cut that in half and then they kind of cut that by a third. And I just want my money. I just want mine. If I'm going to play, I mean, it was really, it just came across very inappropriate, but he's okay. just this young kid playing video games who happens to throw 95 <laughs> and want to sigh young. Um, so that didn't look, that was a bad, bad optics there, but I, I just don't see him. I don't know. Maybe I'm just setting myself up for, uh, I'd rather be like really super happy on July 4th if they're playing as opposed to crushed because I was convinced they were going to play July 4th because it, right. it hurts. Aren't they, it hurts if they don't aren't play. They po- don't you think they're posturing a little? I mean, they're going to they're gonna hammer uh, something out, I would think. I, hope, right? I, I don't know. Think about baseball, man. They, 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 they destroyed a, a World Series in 1994. They said no. They canceled. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. you know, and it, was this, it was, you know, the owners and the players together both conspired. I mean, it, Neither one would give in, and they shut it down. Tony Gwynn did 400 that year. An argument mm. could absolutely be made to cancel the season right now. Yep. Because they, they could really do themselves more harm than good. And if they come back in July 
and then something happens and someone gets sick and they have to stop it again, um, the, that whole scenario could be really bad. Cancel it now. I mean, an argument can be made for canceling it now and saying, come spring training, we'll be back, we'll be back in full force. And yeah. we won't have Fingers it crossed for a vaccine. Yeah. We won't have it for this baseball season, but we all want what we can't have. And when baseball comes back, they could, they could really sell it, and it could be bigger than ever. Yep. Because they could, tech, they can in some ways really hurt themselves, in my opinion. If the optics are bad, like you said, between the players and the owners, and then something else happens. I mean, I read one of the things where they're going to change a ball after it's been touched by a player. Oh, get out of here! I mean, you can't. <clears throat> no. By the way, they already if a if a ball is pitched and it hits the dirt, the ball gets thrown out of the game. Yeah. If a ball gets hit to the second baseman and he takes it and he throws it to the first baseman, that ball is out of the game and they're putting a new ball in. So instead of rubbing up five dozen, they're going to have to rub up eight dozen. I want to get prior prior to so, 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 so let me, uh, let me borrow Sean Carpenter uh, phrase, pump the brakes a little. I mean, <laughs> I, I watched, I watched German soccer this week. And, you know, <laughs> they're not throwing balls out. Guys are, are ahead. I mean, I think as time goes by, people are going to get more and more comfortable with this. Um, Until someone market, gets sick. Until someone gets sick. Who? who who's going to get sick? A, a player. Right? Okay. A player. Yeah. The, the who player who wants to be paid $7 million a year. Exactly. So no, I know. At, at some point, we're assuming risk, right? If, if, if I decide but, I'm buying a t- if I'm buying a ticket to go to a game – I'm assuming the risk and I'm waiving any rights to say I got sick because of baseball. But, I mean, it's but, common sense after a while, right? Well, so, so they're all in the locker room. They're sharing an area. One or two guys come down, contract the virus. Yeah. The whole team gets quarantined for two weeks. So there's you, no games for know. two weeks there. You're just done. And like, this is what they're talking about with football. You got a college football team and they decide they're going to try and go. And a couple of guys get the virus on the team. The team's quarantined for two weeks. You just lost two games. They're already trying to figure out ways. Like if one team plays nine and one team gets to play 12, how are you going to figure out? Look at the conversations that are going on are flat out wacky, mm-hmm. right? Because it's because of this. They so just what, is, what is the rule now? If a doctor in a hospital gets the virus, is everyone in the hospital quarantined for two weeks? No, because they're medical professionals. That's what they're paid to do. So if someone in a branch office gets sick, is the entire branch office quarantined for two weeks? For us? Yeah, I'm just because yeah. you're saying it, you're oh. saying if one person on the team absolutely if 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 um if someone in our team is diagnosed with COVID nineteen, that entire operation has to go self quarantine themselves for fourteen days. They're all done, and that branch is closed, and the files go someplace else. Oh, that's part of the continuity plan. I mean, look, that's the deal. You know, you um the only way you can be sure um is is if you come in contact with somebody who has the virus you have to self quarantine and then it's and then it's That's like a rain delay in golf right it's 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 45 minutes after the last lightning strike right so yeah. if if someone else on the team 3 days later gets quarantined it's two more weeks two more weeks three more and then and then that's two right, weeks later that's the, another person that's what on the, the team that's the quarantine the first yeah. quarantine should stop that right especially if you're isolating the team you're not letting them go home to their families if you're not letting them do anything but stay with each other a 14 day quarantine is going to end it it won't happen. Now they just can't do anything else where they might run into somebody else who could infect them. And that until a vaccine comes along, until there's that herd immunity they talk about, yeah. you know, when you, and they're, they're, that's just what we're dealing with. And I get it. The uh, death rate for people under 40 is dramatically lower than people over 65 and 70. Dramatic. It's an incredible difference. Mm-hmm. And so there is, but there's this point where you go, yeah, you know, it's just it's just the old people that are affected. So it's okay if we play. We're young. It's okay. But man, everybody goes back to see moms and dads and grandpas, and it's how that whole thing spread. That's why New York was such a disaster mm-hmm. because with it's asymptomatic. I know we need to do any more about this. This is not so much sports, but <laughs> um, yeah, it's just brutal. It's that's it's 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 uh, that's brutal. But hey, well, I'll I change the I subject. Pre- I'll how about the last two back. episodes of the Last Dance? Well, didn't watch it all. So what, just what was your guys' take on it? Haven't oh seen a single God. episode. What, what 10 your... hours of pure heaven, Sean. And you're great, not, a, I'm not an cool. NBA guy. I'm not an NBA guy either. Listen, it was I've, I've heard good things about it. I don't, I don't, I've heard good things about. You're not going to watch it? No, I probably will. I just, yeah. you know. I, I, I have I it on my DVR, loaded up. I watch yeah. episode one. I'll, uh, 
I'll, I'll watch. So yeah, it, it, there, Anthony, the way they just the way they bounce back and forth, right? Because the whole point is the Last Dance is what Phil, Phil Jackson, Jackson called the final season, and he wrote he he handed out like never this is, it's again. called yeah. the Last Dance. This is our last yeah. shot, guys, because he knew he was done after ninety eight. Because of his and, contract situation. And Michael said, and money. if Phil goes, I'm going. I'm retiring. So it was going to be over. So they, they, the season, you're constantly looking at how the 98 season went from the beginning all the way to, to the very end. But over that time frame, over that 10 hours span, they kept dropping back in time to Michael Jordan in college and, and then going through that whole process. And then they do, they do a little side thing on Rodman and what his thing was and a side thing on Pippen and a side thing on Kerr. And it just, it would, the flow and the production and just the direction and the, uh, the way they put that thing together was spectacular. I, I, I love looking was, at that, that process. Oh, that, that you forgot so much oh, that you didn't know. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing that they did last night on Steve Kerr's dad. I oh did. my mm. gosh. I did not know that. Did you? I did. Sean yeah, I did. That, that we knew that, Sean. His dad, dad committed suicide, right? No, no. He was murdered. Was he was murdered? killed at yeah. University of the American University of Beirut. Right. And the Arizona State or Arizona fans wanted him, right? Yeah, the Arizona well, fans. He a, no ASU go ahead, fans. Go ahead. ASU go ahead, fans would have done that. Yeah. yeah, sorry. So no, no, tell the story. Yeah, no, that's it. That yeah, he uh, yeah, it was just. Anyways, yeah. it, it, it was it's an incredible it's history of that time frame. They touch sure. on so many different pieces on all the other players. Yeah. You know, the, the, yeah. all the people he beat, the Gary Payton, no, the Brian Russells, and the. How about how teammates? Many, Bill Weddington is prominent in there, right? How many Hall of Famers did he knock out of the playoffs? Yes. <laughs> it was right, 20. Right. 20. How Malone many rings Stockton, did he prevent? Yeah. Malone and Stockton didn't get their rings. Ewing didn't get his ring. It just goes, Barkley, Barkley didn't get his Camp ring. And Pey- Camp and Peyton. All yeah, those guys, 20, Peyton, no rings. 20 Hall of Famers he, he knocked out of the playoffs. A little bit of trivia they gave you last night. Who yeah. was number one on the list? With four times. Who do you think four. it would be? We'll let those two answers. Oh no! Wow! Yeah, Patrick. Um, Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing. Ewing. Sorry, yeah. yeah, he was the guy. Four times he knocked him out of the playoffs. <laughs> wow, that's and those were some good series, man. Those were some physical series. Was right Reggie there. Miller oh, one of them or no? Oh man, the Reggie Miller was last night. Yeah. Oh Reggie my Miller, god, it was so was good. good. It was great because Miller, they 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 talk about it. there was there was a lot of a uh, lot of animosity between those two. Yeah. Listen, I, I think they're, they're fine now. One thing that's cool is that you know they've been working on this for three years. Uh, you know, and Nike, I'm sure, had a big finger on it. The NBA had a big finger on it. Obviously, Michael Jordan had a big finger on it. But you know, for them to kind of, it wasn't supposed to be all pushed out in five weeks, two episodes at a time. You know, but because of this virus and because of the you know six million viewers, beautiful, um, yeah. massive, that's amazing. You know, yeah. I'll tell you the other thing that you take away from it is a winning mentality. Michael Jordan was driven by winning more than anything else. And it was the littlest thing that set him apart. The littlest thing that, 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 that energized him, right? He didn't win the MVP. Someone else did. Well, okay. That motivated him more. Right. And they talked about how his, his brilliance wasn't his leaping ability, his, his ability to, to redirect in the air or, 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 or to shoot. It was his ability to be present for mm. the moments that he needed to be. Yeah. And he, he was that way even in his early interviews and the interviews of him today talking about when they handed him the iPad. Oh, there's nothing said, better. That was great. Oh. And you know what Jerry Krause said about this? And they hand Michael the iPad and he'd sit there and he'd listen to it. And he was, he, he, you could watch him get absorbed back to 1998. Just they did for a second, and he told you exactly yeah. what he thought. It was they did brilliant. that multiple times, and I yeah. loved it when they said, "Watch this, watch this sequence of this game." And he'd watch it, and he'd go, "Yeah, I remember." And he would just describe what happened twenty years ago, yeah. you know. And it was just fantastic. You know, it was a stat I heard on, uh, I think, I think it was on a Bill 25. Simmons podcast um, when he came back from the baseball for the second three-peat. Yeah. Mm. I'm just throwing numbers out, but let's, let's say there was 304 games of those in that run. He played all 304 games. There was yeah. no load management. There was no, I'm sitting out. There was no, yeah. I'll just rest tonight. Cause it, Anthony, you said it, you know, his, his drive to win was so big. Right. And he didn't ever rely on any other person except his 
drive to win. And so to think, to think that he played every game. Oh, and so he had, he was hard on his teammates. They had that Scott Burrell was a, a, like yeah. a forward that played on the team. Michael rode his ass incessantly. I mean, he was constantly riding him. And it was all being that one final season. They had a camera crew everywhere. So that's the, what really put this thing together was that 98 season, all access for a camera crew for the entire season. Um, just, just fantastic. Really yeah, beautiful. So, you, you, uh, you took my point that I was going to say, Bill, um, that he's a, not, he's a good guy, Michael Jordan, but he was not a nice guy. No, he wasn't. He was so determined to win and so yeah. focused, as, Andrew, as Anthony said, and so present of the moment that he didn't give a f about anyone yep. who is yep. just let's go go i'm gonna push push yep. push and that's that's what i got out of episode one and i got nine more to go but he was and just so look, determined and driven right you would feel bad whenever they showed a game where somebody went off and outscored michael or made michael look bad you knew the next game was, was not tough. gonna go well yeah. for that guy <laughs> and every single time no matter who it was whether it was peyton or Brian Russell had this really big game, and you know, and he was he embarrassed destroyed. Brian Russell. <laughs> he made him look stupid. Embarrassed him the following <laughs> game. So good. That's good. Such yeah. a he's, anyways. All right. All right. So, let's get let's get let's get to the what people came to listen to. Mount Rushmore. Go. Mount Rushmore of ice cream. Ooh. Flavors. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Flavors. Flavors of ice cream. Okay. If you want to name a brand or a style, I can do that too, but it's, right, involve, it. it's got to involve a flavor. You ready? Okay. We're going, so, so I'm going to start. Over. And we're going okay. one each, right? Bill, Bill yeah. Todd, Sean, Anthony. Bill, Todd, Sean, Anthony. So I've got to keep my, my no names in, in my hot my hip pocket. <laughs> I got to go with something big up front. This yeah. is my wife hates the fact that one of my, my, one of my top two favorite flavors is vanilla. Okay. Uh, I love with nothing on it, but really, really? good vanilla. I, I love vanilla. In fact, I'll, I'll get more specific. It's Culver's vanilla custard in a mm. waffle cone. Yeah. We know, we know Culver's, yeah. Vanilla. So you're going to, I'll all keep right. it simple. You guys have all the other flavors to go for. Todd, Todd. what do you got? <clears throat> so I'm going to go, um, and gosh, this, I, I try to eat well. I try to eat healthy. <laughs> You've I had try ice to, cream. I try to avoid <laughs> ice cream, um, right? But when I do uh, <laughs> indulge, we all get weak. Um, it's easy. Uh, ben and Jerry's fish food. Anthony, have you had fish food? I have. It's amazing. Is it's it amazing. P-H-I-S-H? Yes. Tell me it is. Okay, uh, good. Yeah, Ben and Jerry's out of Vermont. Yeah. Vermont or uh, Jerry's, yeah. I should say. Yeah. So it's chocolate um, with dark chocolate nuggets of fish-shaped <laughs> for the fish. It's got <laughs> caramel marshmallow. It is Ooh. built – when you go to Publix tomorrow – Go to your ice cream and, and buy a little. It's going to be very expensive. You're going to be like, why am I paying $4 for this little thing of ice cream? But you will love it. You will All right. Love it. I like that. Good. All right. There you go. Who's up? Okay. Me. Uh, I'm just going to go, you know, uh, once again, I, from a long time ago, just mint chocolate chip. Just good old oh, mint chocolate chip. Don't care where it's from. Yeah, I had that one. Don't care where it's from, but uh, just something about the, the green with the big chunks. And, you know, Graders up here in Columbus makes, based in Cincinnati, but they – they don't have just chips. They have like big ass Bones. chunks of chocolate. You know? <laughs> so, so when you, when you're licking it, you're like, Oh my God, this, I have to work around this one. So mint chocolate yeah. chip. All right, good. My All first right. one's real easy. Um, <laughs> off the fish food, my dad's favorite ice cream, cherry Garcia. Cherry Garcia. Uh, yeah. I knew I was opening up it's a coming. can of worms. It's coming. My dad loved cherry vanilla ice cream. And then when wow. we found out that Ben and Jerry's made cherry Garcia, that became it. Nice. Right. Awesome. All right. I was just go to. All right. Back nice. to you, Bill. Um, once again, I'm going to stick out in the, fl- I've got some stuff I want to keep in the, keep, keep in the chamber. I'm going to go with, uh, I would have, I would have liked to have selected cho- mint chocolate chip, but I will go with this right behind it. Chocolate chip. Just a good, once again, mm, yes, based, I agree. Yeah, Briars, yeah. 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 Simple, but especially if you get oh. a good vanilla around it. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Good one. Todd. All right. God, I'm drooling down. Um, uh, so there's a local, I think it may be Atlanta, but maybe it's in Southeast. It's, there's a ice cream uh, chain called Brewster's, right? 
So it's a little building. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. And you literally walk up and order your ice cream. So they have a double chocolate chunk coconut. So when I used to take the kids, I used to take the kids um, when they're littler, I'd always get a scoop. It's double chocolate chunk coconut. I love coconut. I love cho- uh, so that's it. Brewster's double chocolate chunk coconut. That'll be wow. my second. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting very specific, but you're going to get hungry for ice cream after this is over. <laughs> I'm trying to behave, Bill. I'm trying. I'm, trying. I'm going to keep mine really simple, kind of in honor of my nana. Ooh, coffee, coffee ice cream. Wow, nice. Yeah. I like it. Coffee ice cream, just just you know, coffee that was, or coffee, coffee, coffee C. with a C. And that was um, that was uh, before I even liked coffee itself. Um, just that the flavor of it, and especially with like a little hot, hot sauce over the, uh, hot, mm-hmm. the top. Hot sauce, that's delicious. Yeah. All right. Coffee ice cream. Mal? Sean, last night when I went up to the refrigerator to get my little bowl of coffee ice cream with the chocolate syrup, my refrigerator said, again? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my next one is uh, another uh, Ben and Jerry's flavor, uh, mm. salted caramel core. Mm. Can't go wrong with salted caramel. It's got like a salted caramel core in the middle of mm. uh, swirled ice cream of chocolate and coffee ice cream. And in the middle of the container is this core of this goop. Mm. That's that's the creative name they came up with, the salted caramel core? Is it called something C-O-R-E. else? C-O-R-E. Right. So that, but that's, that's okay. That's ice cream. Like Cherry Garcia funny. fish food. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be something a little more creative. But okay, good. Back to you, Bill. Um, second half, second half. Baskin Robbins gold medal ribbon. Once again, a vanilla based ice cream (laughs) with chocolate and caramel mixed in ribbons of chocolate and caramel. Hence the gold medal ribbon. Yeah. Mm. Like that. Delicious. Fantastic. So me, right, Sean? Uh, Yeah, this is a shout out and tribute to mom. Um, she loved uh, Rocky Road, Rocky Road ah, ice cream, right? Cindy's so, favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like it. I, I, I what's that? Is that nuts in there? Is there? No, nah, it's got marshmallows. I'm not a marshmallow guy, but it's got marshmallows. It's, a, it's vanilla marshmallow. marshmallow. I think I think there's a nut in there. No, chocolate right, with marshmallow. Yeah. And there's a nuts. There is a either peanut or I'm not sure what. Yeah, uh, I like it, not love it, but um, yeah. every time I hear Rocky Road, I think of mom. So nice. I gotta, I gotta go there. Yeah, good. Okay, I'm going to go with one, once again, keep it really, really plain. Not a huge ice cream guy. I mean, I don't live for it like Bill does. Um, but when I get what, it, I'm always What are you trying like, to say? I should have ice cream more <laughs> often, you know? But um, this is one that is super underrated until autumn. Cinnamon ice cream. What? Cinnamon ice cream. Oh, I've never even like heard of it. Pu- not even a pumpkin cinnamon, but like a no, cinnamon. Cinnamon. Like cinnamon, especially like on an apple pie. Or cinnamon yeah. with chocolate with hot fudge. Wow. Unbelievable. You are Ohioans. I'm not talking like, like a red hot cinnamon. I'm just talking no, like no. a, like almost a, it looks like almost French like a toast vanilla. cinnamon. Like French yes, toast exactly. cinnamon. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, nice. Cinnamon nice. ice cream. Yes. All right. Mal. And I'm, I'm going home to New Haven. Uh, oh. Libby's Italian ice. You wow. flavor. But the lemon is killer they like make a it lim- lim- it's like a gelato <laughs> almost like a gelato no, it's, it's more like a sorbet it's ice sorbet okay all right but right. i consider eh, it i don't know cream. if i'm gonna allow that eh, pretty pretty sure that's not an ice cream <laughs> curb that's a curb <laughs> reference in it, so if I go down the different road, I'm happy you're good it. you're good no it's good libby's italian ice that's all the good. flavors are great but lemon libby's lemon italian ice is awesome all right love it all right all right final round <sighs> Peppy's Pizza. Oh, yeah. Pizza and right. then you told me that. Nice when you're done. All right. I'll, I'll, you, we go to Connecticut. I'm doing that with you. Um, so this is this is a, a, an ice cream that we'll, could ultimately do me in because um, I can eat the entire container of this ice cream in one sitting. Save the best for last. Without even blinking. Just no problem. It's made by um, Tillamook is the manufacturer, which is a little place up in Oregon where they make really good cheese too. Tillamook Malted Moo Shake. Wow. Imagine. Sounds like a a stout beer. Go ahead. It is is a 
I love malt. I love the flavor of malt. I don't have shakes. I have malts. Extra like a Whopper? You love a Whopper? malt, but not liquid malt. Liquid malt sucks, but powdered malt blended well. Malt, I love malted. You know? And so this malted mousse shake is a light chocolate, like a very, as light a chocolate as you can get with this malt flavor in it. And it's, I mean, I, here's what happened at Publix a few months ago. I go through Publix and I've got my malted mousse shake and there was only one left, but I only bought one which is good because I bought two, two days, they'll both be gone. And I, I'm paying a checkout and this big tall kid bagging groceries. He looks at it, he goes, man, this looks good. And I go, dude, I said to the checker at cashier, I said, ring up another one. Mm-hmm. So she rang up another and I said, go I'm get it. I'm giving it to him. Dude, yeah. there's one in the back. Go get it right now. He goes, really? I go, go, no, really, go get it and show me you got it. It's and on so me. He, he runs back, he comes <laughs> up and he's got this. And I go, you tell me when I see you again what you thought of that. Cindy saw him like a week later and said, oh my God, I ate it all that night. I said, that's it, baby. <laughs> but he's also like, you know, six, six and young. He could do it. But it is, so Anthony, I don't know. You're an ice cream fan like me, but if you can find the Tillamook malted mousse shake, I'd love your impression. Publix just got Tillamook ice cream. I noticed it the other day. I'd never seen it before. Malted mousse shake. It's a, it's a container. It's a slightly different shape than the yeah. normal. Yeah, it's, well, they're, they're no longer half gallons. They're like 48 ounces instead of 64. It's taller <laughs> as opposed to a, a long, a, it's taller. It's like an ultra can instead of a regular can. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, exactly. okay, I'm, I'm done talking about that. And there is right. none in the fridge. So. Todd, finish us off on, the, on this category. Then we go. So uh, I'm going to break the rules and do an honorable mention. Others receiving votes. I'm going to go with, uh, when you're at Publix, Dove Mini Bars, Dark Chocolate. Oh dark yeah. so good they come they're like that <clears throat> that big and they're 80 calories and it just gives you that like little, little taste, baby Klondike bar that, yeah that little taste <laughs> that you need but you can still maintain you know hopefully a, a healthy balance so I'm gonna go um I'm gonna reference uh, I, I did fish food uh, I did local Brewsters. I did shout out to mom I'm gonna go back to childhood I'm gonna go with a McDonald's hot fudge sundae nice Nuts yeah, or not? Just, Nuts? Why yeah. not? Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Nice. Right? So yeah. just, again, it just takes me back to being about 12 or 15 when right. uh, mom would take us to drive through McDonald's and be like, can we get a Sunday? Sure. We get a Sunday. That's great. So, yeah, and, if the, and if the McDonald's employee was good, they put a little chocolate syrup at the bottom, then the ice cream, yeah. then chocolate syrup. On it was top always syrup. top heavy. So you had to kind of like dig for the ice cream and kind of mix it yourself. Yeah. Right. So good. Parfait so style good. with the layers. Yes. I worked at a foster freeze. My very first job was foster freeze, making parfaits, banana splits. It's Ooh. where I learned how to make malts. <laughs> That's awesome. That's and it's awesome. where, it's where Bill went from 125 to 160. Pretty <laughs> so my, my, uh, my fourth, uh, going to go tribute to Riley. Um, Riley, uh, Bill, my son, Ryan is, is like you. He's vanilla. Just vanilla with, with yeah. some chocolate chocolate syrup, not okay. even not even hot fudge, just chocolate syrup. Um, yeah. But Riley, good, good boy. Uh, and I do like this. It's just not one I would order um, very often. But when I have some of her leftovers, it's great. It's called Grater's Ice Cream once again, based in Cincinnati. Buckeye Blitz chocolate chip. Now you guys have had chocolate Buckeyes, right? The the peanut butter covered yeah, you with all chocolate, love those. right? Yeah. So this is a combination of chocolate peanut butter ice cream with peanut butter cookie dough. And dark chocolate chips inside. Oh, so pretty much picture, picture picture like a Ship chocolate. Me some in dry ice. <laughs> okay. yeah. Stat right, Bill. Stat. Stat. Yes. I want it tomorrow. Oh, that looks good. Tell tell Riley, I'm jealous. Insanely yes. jealous. See the little Buckeyes at the bottom there. The, yeah, the yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep, yep. Tell yeah, her 430 Third Avenue South, number two six seven. I'll see if see if we can find a way to send some down there to you. You would absolutely love it. Mal, finish this up. All right, the last one I'm going, again, I'm going back to my, well, not my youth, but my kids' youth. Mm. And, uh, there was a place in Bethany, Connecticut called the Schoolhouse. And they made all their own fresh ice cream. Every They made it all with, with the cows that were walking behind the schoolhouse with an old farm. And uh, my mom would always get her grandkids an ice cream cake from the schoolhouse for their birthday. Wow. My son's favorite, all three of them, their favorite birthday cake from the schoolhouse was the black raspberry ice cream cake. Mm. And it's delicious. Nice. Like Oreo kind of cookie kind of stuff is the crust. And then there's the black raspberry ice cream. 
nice and fresh and creamy. It was delicious. And like a, Bavari- great, a Bavarian, yeah. Greater signature cool. is that black raspberry chip. So it's the black, mm. ra- it's that purplish raspberry and then the big, huge chocolate chips. Yep. Bill, I'll raise my hand. When you announced the, the, uh, <clears throat> yeah, the category, I was just like, uh, but this was really <laughs> cool. This is very cool, man. We all it's dug like, deep and did well. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's like when you see the documentaries like called Psalm. Like a Somalia, yeah. Somalia, you know, for wine, you're like, eh. Then you watch it, you go, wow, who knew so much about wine? You know, you yeah, never know. Yeah. You never know. So we were it's way like over time see- here, Sean. Yes. Oh, yeah. Bill wants to go. <laughs> with, with only yes. two sports, yes. All right, so, hey, let's go around the horn really quick. Now, what do you got come up this week? Uh, this week, we're. Uh, I'm actually going to be on a uh, panel with Bill uh, on Friday. That's going to be nice with uh, Tiffany. Yeah, send me the link, Bill. I will. Send me the invite. Yeah. And uh, Michelle Herndon. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be a nice way to end the week uh, chatting real estate with some two of the sharpest ladies in real estate that, that I know and, and admire. They are gems for sure. Uh, the remainder of the week, we're uh, uh, just going to be out there uh, doing our thing, getting up, showing up and doing the work for our clients. Uh, we have a couple of new listings. One came on today. One will come on Wednesday. Uh, we have one that will go under contract hopefully tomorrow. Uh, negotiating this uh, this low inventory situation continues to be uh, uh, a challenge, but it's one that we're taking on, and it's it's actually becoming fun. Good. Good. Top D, how about you, man? Hey, so uh, work-wise, just going to focus on following quotes and, and closing jobs. Um Personally, this morning, I realized I spent a lot of the last six months or so just worrying, uh, focusing on things that I can't control, right? Because um, of life uh, instances. So I decided it's it's time to focus on something you can control. And uh, Sean, you, you talk about becoming better. Um, I'm really going to start focusing on learning something actively outside of work, obviously dedicate work time, but on my downtime, just learning something, whether that means reading a book, whether that means studying something. Um, I don't know, but I, I've got to focus. I've determined I've got to focus on, on stuff that is good for me that I can control and kind of surrender on the stuff that you can't control. And I think that's wow. a challenge for a lot of people, especially me. Um, and so I'm kind of glad I kind of put that in my, in my mind and I'm going to actively try to, to uh, do that. And, and, and lastly, before I turn to you, Sean, I just want to thank you boys uh, for, for being, being here every week on this, on this podcast um, and also being available personally um, during this, 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 these last six months that have been challenging for me personally. So uh, forever I'm indebted and, and grateful. And uh, I just want to thank you. Thank you guys a lot. Yeah. Man. Pretty sure other, other guys said the same thing. We're happy oh. to be here. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Sean, I, uh, Todd, I have six words for you, for your learning. Ready? Yes. Yes. NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> I need something to focus on. That's good, man. That's good. There's six letters that stands for six words, right? <laughs> National Association of Stock Car, six. American Racing, whatever it is. I mean, just That's do right. it. Okay, there I you go. I love it. Um, I love it. Sean, I've got uh, Nicole Mickle is my guest this week. So nice. an ambassador at Inman, she's, she's, she's a ball of fire. Cheerful, per- cheerful person, yes. Yeah, and she's from uh, Orlando, so she'll be the guest. And I'm really looking forward to the panel that we're doing with Tiffany and, and Michelle and Anthony. We had a prep call today. I'm trying to be the unpanel of panels, Sean. You know how panels go, right? It's like a yeah. pass the mic thing. Pass the mic, pass the mic. One question, pass the mic. I don't want to do that. So it's – they we kind of decided who's going to start a conversation Then I'm going to do my best to duck out of the way and let the three of them kind of just talk about the topic mastermind yeah, style. Like right. It, like it. Yeah. Doesn't that sound better? I think so. Yeah. A lot of pressure on Anthony and Tiffany and Michelle, but, um, what'd you, what'd you name it? What'd you, what'd you end up naming it? We, Oh, you'd love the name. Go ahead. What do you think it is, Sean? <laughs> I forget what I told you. Something about <laughs> something about activity, activity breeds activity, get up, show up, do the work. Love that's it. what it's called. Yeah. Love we took your name completely. So it was great. Um, so that's what I'm doing. Good. Oh, I'm doing one other thing. Tell me if this is what you think. Taking Cindy away for a staycation. Been in the, we've been cooped up for nine weeks and we're, we're going to go to a hotel. We're going to go to the Marriott on Sand Key in Clearwater. 
How uh, clean is it? It's got to be clean. Yeah. That's a Marriott. It's a big Marriott. It's uh, we'll wear masks when we're outside the room, but we're going to be there uh, Saturday and Sunday night. Do a little Memorial Day. Fantastic. Fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Good good for you guys. Um, This is uh, the the countdown to Ryan's graduation uh, Mm. as it were. So um, not much, you know, my, my got a listing hit in the market tomorrow. Um, Got, one, two, three, four, five webinars coming up um, this week, but um, all all good and uh, just kind of getting a couple transactions. Anthony, you know, massaging them through to the closing table, um, and hopefully, hopefully, getting one more of my listings in contract. I got great sellers. You, just, you pull for them to get a good buyer. Um, but Ryan, Ryan is going to be done with high school. Um, he's technically last day of school was, was last Friday. Graduation parade will be on Sunday. Um, so get out there and wow. watch the high school seniors drive through our town. Um, parents are going to line the streets and kind of cheer them on their way. I found out Ryan is going to be the first person ever from our high school to go to Mississippi State. Wow. wow that's amazing. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Kind of cool. Yeah. So forever down the road when uh, future Bulldogs make their Trivia way. question, right? Trivia question. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so that's cool. So, hey, long, long chat, guys, for, for not having much to talk about. It's always fun to talk sports with buddies. Uh, and talk life and talk ice cream. So on behalf of Anthony and Todd and Bill Risser, I'm Sean Carpenter. Thanks for listening to The Stare Down.